Happy Wednesday and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington. I'm excited for today's conversation. We are moving into part three of this red flag series around domestic violence and abuse. But before we get into that, I want to say thank you so much to everybody who is tuning in to this podcast, maybe for the first time or one of the few first times. Thank you so much. Please make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. And for those who are returning my dream team, thank you as well for your continued support. Please continue to share the good word of the Between the Dream podcast. So y'all know that Domestic Violence Awareness Month is this month in October. We've started some conversations around it. Today is no different. I want to jump right into it and I don't want to be long But with that being said, I want to put a few things out here before I get into this conversation. And that is this. Um, It might not be you. It might not be for you, but it might be somebody that you are connected to. It might be somebody that you know. And if it is, you need to stay around for this conversation for that very reason. When I say that it might be you, I'm not just talking about the victim. I want to actually talk about the aggressor. I want to talk about the perpetrator, right? Um, When we have these conversations around our very being and what we tend to do and be. For example, today we're talking about hypersensitivity. We're going to be talking about force during disagreements. We're going to be talking about physical as well, right? And the reality is that for us as humans, depending on how we grew up, the examples that we've had, what we've seen, sometimes we will start to take on those forms of physical and emotional manifestations within our lives and within how we handle ourselves, how we handle others, and how we handle our relationships, right? Mm -hmm. And I say this to say this, there's no judgment here. If you are an individual that hears any of this or any of the conversations that we've had already, and you feel like, wow, this resonates entirely too much with me because I've been that at one point in time, or maybe I am that and hadn't recognized it. I want to let you know that change and help is here. It's available and you do not have to continue to go down the paths that you've been. But with that being said, let's talk. So today, as we talk about um, the domestic violence aspect, I want to talk about some red flags that we have to be able to notice around potential romantic partners. And I want to start from the conversation of hypersensitivity, right? Um, And when we talk about hypersensitivity, um, if there was anything that I could give you when it comes to like, hey, this is what it would look like, right? You might find yourself around people and sometimes it's not even romantic relationships. It could be like in friendships. Maybe you've got family members like this, right? But people that blow things heavily out of proportion, um, individuals that might uh, be like easily insulted, like you didn't say anything bad or wrong, but they've been easily insulted by what you've said, right? You might find yourself with individuals that um, are like highly irritated off of very small things. This is hypersensitivity. Individuals that you might be able to recognize, hey, you feel, it feels like you looking for a fight, fam. Like these are things to pay attention to. The hypersensitivity piece is so important though, because a lot of times when individuals are hypersensitive, 
um, we find ourselves having to start walking on eggshells. Um, and when this happens, it does not make for a good relationship. Now, I'm going to let you know in on my life and let you know a little bit about me. This used to be me at one point in time, the hypersensitive individual where I took insult, like I wore my, my feelings on my sleeves. I was bullied early on. I was talked about. I was tormented. So it was very easy for me to be hypersensitive when it came to spaces, even in relationships. And so I think that it's important to discuss these things because like I said, it's real for us as humans. It happens and there's no judgment here. There's only change and opportunity to be better. And so the hypersensitivity for us, we want to check ourselves and we want to make sure that we're checking this and the people that we maybe decide to get involved with romantically, right? Are they hypersensitive and are we picking up on some traits and characteristics that could be damaging potentially later on. And then, of course, this leads into some other things too, right? When individuals are looking for a fight in hypersensitivity, it can actually lead to said fight. And this can come out and manifest itself in a multitude of ways, right? Um, one of the things that can be a red flag to, to really pay attention to if you notice hypersensitivity is individuals that might be on the cusp of being forceful in arguments? Are they up in your face? Are they puffing their chest out? Are they slapping things out of your hand? Are they not allowing you to move around during what feels very tense and heated, right? Um, even to the, the realm of physical restraints being a thing um, or pushing and shoving. Um, I think that these are, are things that we've got to pay attention to when we talk about what could potentially evolve from just the jealousy that we talked about last week, the isolation, but now we're noticing this inflation and the hypersensitivity, and we're noticing that they're becoming forceful in arguments, in moments and times where things seem like they could be getting ready to jump off the deep end. And then of course, too, I would even say we got to pay attention to some things around individuals um, that are... Oh, how can I put this? Individuals that seem to have anger to the point where they're doing different things um, that could be a telltale sign of violence later on, i.e. breaking objects, striking the wall, punching the wall. Like these are, I, look, I'm no, no shame in, in what I've overcome because I think that it's important to discuss, but I used to be that person trying to punch holes in the wall, punching the ground, punching a drywall as a kid like these are real things right um even sometimes breaking like um memorable items or breaking things that had some level of sentiment to them right um some people in their anger they might throw objects right they might literally be throwing it in your direction right and maybe it doesn't start off with them throwing it directly at you but just throwing it in the direction of you or maybe even throwing it opposite of you but you're in the presence of it you witness it you see it these are red flags that i want to talk about today when it comes to hypersensitivity we've kind of already talked about them but these are some things to pay attention to like i said i don't want this to be a long conversation but i will say this as we get ready to close out if you find yourself in a situation like this, I think that it is very important for you to start talking to individuals around you, talking to friends around you. If you don't feel safe talking to the person that you're with, I really want to encourage you to start talking to some folks 
in the space that you have, definitely if you can. There's also help, obviously, um, in a very, very secure way. You can reach out to thehotline.org um, and, and easily with the click of the escape button um, or um, they have like a red X on their website too. Like you can use that as a way of saying, I need help um, in an immediate fashion. But their number is 800-799-7233. It's 800-799-7233 or SAFE. Um, and so I believe that you want to make sure that you start reaching out for help when you can. But then also too, if you find yourself being the individual that is hypersensitive, that maybe you are aggressive in conversation and in arguments and in fights, and maybe you don't know how to manage your anger or whatever the case might be, I want to encourage you to do several things. The first is to get yourself some help. And in a part of getting yourself some help is pulling yourself away from the person that you're with romantically. It is you coming to the conclusion that you do not need to be in this space right now because you are not healthy enough to handle it. And here's the reality. That's okay. Doesn't make you any less than of a person. Doesn't take away from all the great things that you can and will be. It just simply means right now, there is some healing that you need in order for you to get better and to be better. And you won't be able to do it taking it out on a person that you're with. That's my message for y'all today. I would love to dive deeper into this. If it's something that you want to, let me know. Talk to me. Instagram, Richard.Taylor Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr. Twitter, at Truly Taylor Made. And of course, my website, RichardTaylorJr.com. As always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. Simply between the dream. Love you all.